Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the High on Soccer podcast. And today we got a little bit of a special kind of podcast. We're going to start with the intro, which is myself, Dylan Monroy, and Jorge Martinez. What's up, bro? Yo, what up, man? How you doing? Doing good, doing good, man. Um, after yesterday, things are a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, it's a slow start, but uh, uh, no. better better outcome, I'll tell you that. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. And today's a special podcast because it's going to be me and Jorge to start, and we're going to have a surprise visitor later. So with that, we move forward and recap the great game that Jorge is talking about, and that's... USA versus Costa Rica. We win two to one. Jorge, we concede early in the game. The first minute, I believe, right? Yeah. The right second away. minute. Yeah, it was no, it wasn't the first minute. It was, it was with the. It was the first minute. It was the first minute. Okay. We they score on us right away. We're down one nil. This USA team came back their way, fought their way, played their way. Dest did amazing things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get, man. Dest, man of the match for sure. Bro. Man of the match. To get 2-1 to one victory. Like, we have gotten six points total out of this uh, window of qualifiers. Uh-huh. What do you say about this game, man? Like, like, does this make up for Panama? or Or is this just like, we should have freaking won? I think it's an it's Was kind it of one of those win? like I wouldn't say a dirty win, but it's kind of one of those like blanket wins, you know, like it, it's it's kind of one of those things that we're just kind of covering over the issues still because there's still a lot of issues uh, uh, with the team and you know it, they were a lot better last night. That's for sure. That's for sure. The team itself, they were a lot better. There was more energy. You know, more fight, more they they wanted it more. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they felt the pressure too as well. I mean, you know, they they have a lot of uh, expectations and they're being held to a high standard uh, because uh, you know it's it's what comes with the hype and you know what comes with going to Europe, especially with the whole you know MLS uh, Europe debate where where's better where should the players play and everything and, and all that sort that's a huge huge debate so obviously i'm sure the european players when they come here and they don't immediately make an impact i feel that you know they they might they probably feel bad or they they might they might be hard on themselves because they know that, that what's expected of them because we we know it dude every time you know pfoc doesn't produce or or Sargent, for instance, doesn't produce DK. Those guys that played a little, you know, played their trade in Europe. You know, DK not so much, Wait, but he yeah. still had. Still, he was. He had that like sort of pedigree. He has that on his resume, where everyone was expecting him to be better than these MLS guys. And you know, when he came to the Gold Cup, it didn't necessarily work out for him, and everything. So, but that's another story, another issue, another topic. Uh, so I, I think it's just it's it was a good win. Uh, I'm glad, you know, there was more fight and grit. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's just a big kind of a blanket. There's still issues uh, with the squad. It was good to see uh, what kind of looks like one of, from this pool at least, of players, it looked like everyone finally, uh, this was the the starting lineup that everyone kind of was just like, okay, yeah. Well, you well, know, but that was with 
kind of I mean I know not everyone was happy about Paul Ariola at first I think everyone's just kind of like whatever we know he's going to play well well, let's talk about that let's get to the starting lineup because this was this was a weird kind of game man like there's a lot to talk about because yeah we contested but yeah we fought back yeah Das had a great performance Uh all these great things but let's get started with the starting lineup so as Jorge was saying Paul Areola was slated to start the game. Everyone uh-huh. knew he was going to start the game. Yep. And it wasn't until last second in tr- uh, warm-ups up to the game that Paul Areola uh, apparently, you know, maybe felt an injury come in or something like that, a, a tightness, whatever. And Wea then got the start. Yeah. And I liked it. Well, everyone wanted one exactly. way to get the start. Yeah, I, I saw him come off against, I think it was in the Panama game, or was mm. it in the Jamaica game? I don't remember. Because did he start the Jamaica game? He did, right? He, I don't remember the Jamaica game him starting. Maybe it was a, I, I just don't remember that he came off at one game. I think it was the Panama. No, I think, I don't remember which game it was. I just remember Wea looking upset, and I, mean, I don't know if it was his performance that he was upset with, or upset with you know being pulled off. Maybe he didn't think he was that he deserved to be pulled off, or just because like I said, you know his performance and he realized that he could do better, and that's why he's being pulled off. But it was good. It was good to see him in the starting lineup again, uh, and it was good to see him finally get that that goal for the for the national team. Well, it uh, was the Panama game, so him coming Panama off in a yeah. loss, yeah, makes sense. I think so. The yeah, I, I, I remember he looking rather upset, which I understood. Uh, but it was cool, you know. He celebrated that goal, and it meant a lot to him. Uh, yeah. and uh, it it was good, it was good seeing him in the starting lineup again. Just, I mean, it happened accidentally and, mm-hmm. you know, the unfortunate injury by uh, yeah. Ariola. But we are starting at right wing, getting that goal. I, I mean, he didn't get it, but that was his goal. Like, I'm going to yeah, say it's his it's goal. Sh- it should go to him. I don't understand how that was not his goal if he shot on target, right? He he did, but it hit his back or his body to, like, project it into the goal. I Like, I but the keeper, understand. The, but it hit the keeper, though, right? Yeah. But that's... That's on frame. It, I know. I totally agree with you, but I just saw it hit him, uh-huh. and because of that hit, when it hit him, it went in. But the way I see it is if... But the goalkeeper blocked it. That's uh-huh. why it counts as, like, a goalkeeper blocked it, and just because he hit it, then it went in. Oh, okay. okay. That, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Had he not touched it, that's, that's, a, that's a weird goal. Okay, I see. But, yeah, I mean, either way, it was... It's bullshit. Should be good man. <laughs> but he, everyone. I think you ask anyone on the streets, they're like, uh, yeah. Let's just say Wea scored that. Because it was that. he was that ultimately he was the one that took took the shot. You know, but that's another topic for you know. <laughs> yeah. you discuss that and the Eric Garcia uh, Mbappe offside roll together. <laughs> exactly. That is another yeah. thing we will talk about some time. Uh, At some point or another. <laughs> so we get to the remaining forwards. Pepe comes back uh-huh. to the starting lineup. Deserved. Deserved. And he should have been there. Panama. Right. Uh, once there. again, mm-hmm. Barhalter Correcting his, his mistakes. mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's one. Aronson. It looks like Aronson is in this starting 11 for good. Yeah, I, I it'll be interesting to see how he'll fit with Pulisic. I, I, cause, cause then you have Aronson and Wea who can play on the wing and Sargent, uh, you know, uh-huh. hoping he's in better form 
and also you got Conrad De La Fuente so there's competition there's competition yeah to me this is Aronson's like he's on the team for sure but he can play anywhere but he can play anywhere up front you can put him anywhere you want and he's gonna give you a good performance like Aronson is a must have on the team I don't know if he's necessarily a starter but having him start three times in his qualifiers I think it says a lot says a lot yeah, because he's uh, he's our man going forward with no Pulisic, no Reina. He's exactly. A, he's a he's our more creative player. And speaking of other creative players, uh-huh. the midfield we got McKinney back mm-hmm. in the lineup. Mm-hmm. We expected that to because he's in the U.S. You know the COVID regulations. He probably couldn't go to Panama even yeah. though they claimed it was an injury. I um, don't believe it. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and McKinney's performance was. I think solid. I don't. It was I wouldn't solid. say it was great or yeah. bad. It, it was. He showed why he should be there. I, I, I guess I agree with you. He didn't do anything to necessarily like. We've seen McKinney play. We know what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a good performance. It was just a solid. It was a solid performance. It's what we needed. Uh, but it, it could have been a little better. I, I did notice in the second half, he started uh, misplacing passes here and there. Yeah. Uh, I think that was kind of when the U.S. were a little bit more in control. I think that he was just trying to be a little bit more saucy is what it was. Uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed that or you saw that. I think I saw like a flicker stop too. stop with the sauce and stop <laughs> with this hair because it's just going to go down the Pogba <laughs> thing. And I don't want to get into uh, that. Guy, you're, 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 you like Adams, huh? I, yeah, exactly. See, I want to talk, talk about this guy. To me, the captain, Tyler I like Adams. Too. Adams. He's, he's, I, I, the consummate yeah. professional. He I haven't professional. like I haven't looked too much into him and into his lifestyle, but uh-huh. it just seems like, yo, I'm a pro. I want to play soccer. Like, I'm going to do my best mm-hmm. and kick ass and lead my teammates and help my teammates, you know? Mm-hmm. He seems like a laid-back kind of guy. He seems pretty laid-back, but definitely weird. But on the pitch, professional... Yeah. professional Another solid performance, I thought, by uh, Adams. Oh, I think Adams, this window and the last window was our best, best and more important, but most important player. For sure, For and sure. Adams to me mm. is more essential than McKinney is to the, to the lineup. Mm. The only reason I, I I would kind of agree or or I I, I tend to to agree with you in that is because uh, Adams is the only player that we have that when. When the when the right back pushes pushes up, he's dropping deep back deep. Uh, that's why his desk can go forward because we have we, we have, have Adam. Cover. Yeah, we, we have, have the, the guy cover. Who can do that. It's Adams. Adams is the cover because you know McKinney's a box to box, but he's not gonna provide you that sort of cover. I mean, he can if you need him to. He'll he'll play that role, but Adams is so much better at it, it than. And that's not a knock on on McKinney. It's it's. You know, not that he's bad at it. It's just that Adams is like that's just. It's just like you. You see those players that are just born to do certain roles. You mm-hmm. know, just like Conte is in that role. He's like that's just who we belong. Like, he's, you know, like he controls that midfield defensively. Yeah. Offensively, still could use uh, a lot of work. Lot of but work. I mean, that's not his job. Like, true, it that's is not, not his job. Uh, you know, that's why we have other players like uh, like McKinney who can take the ball going forward and. Uh, Yunus Musa. The next guy up. Mm-hmm. Jorge said it. Yunus Musa. Musa. What a what a treat it's been having this guy back with the national team. You know? Dude, the guy is what? Hold on, I'm he's, gonna look this up. He's how old? He's 18, I believe. He, if he's 18, bro, like no mames. That's insane. He's he's 18. Yeah, he's 18, dude. 
He's 18. I know he hasn't played much for Valencia this season, but that's because of injuries. As far mm. as I know, last season, Which, up until he got injured, he was pretty much starting because I think I think he was he was starting and then he got injured. But I know he was playing consistently for Valencia. Mm. He if was not starting. He was coming off the bench, but week in, week out, I, I know he's been playing um, uh, consistently. And now that he's back from injury, it seems like he's going to be working his way back into the lineup. Uh, this weekend they have Barcelona. And, yeah, Ooh. I was just looking at that. I did not know that they. I just saw the schedule. Sunday at twelve p.m. Pacific Standard Time. ESPN Plus. Then in it, then in it. We in trouble. <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> we support ESPN because we like their product. Yeah. We, but we like other people's product too. We're open. You know what I mean? For now, to... until we get sponsored. Let us know. <laughs> on. But so. Yeah. But yeah, Yunus Musa, been great. Uh, 18 years old. He looked fatigued to me towards the end, which is... Uh, the reason that yeah. this guy came on. Yeah. Gianluca Busio. Uh-huh. I thought he had a solid 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. Ahmad and I were watching the game together. Mm-hmm. And I told Ahmad that I think... Bir- I mean, I think Busio... I'm not going to say he's as good, but he has the style and the play of a Pirlo. Mm, okay, I can see what you're saying. Like a center man, Pirlo. But, but, but... He, does, he's not, he doesn't okay. move around too much, but he's going to send you that long long ball uh-huh. and set it right where you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, that's a center man that I've always thought he was because I've never seen him... I don't see him as a cam, uh, and I sure as hell don't see him um, as a as a cent- as a defensive mid. Yeah. And I don't really see him moving as much. Uh, not that he can't play that box to box role. I'm sure he can, mm-hmm. uh, if he really needed to. Uh, but I-, I see him more more a little bit more static, just kind of controlling the park. You know, like you like mm-hmm. like uh, like it's the Pirlo. You know, maybe like Fabregas, those kind of players. Fabregas a little bit more mobile. I think. Yeah. More of a, a center bit. forward, uh, but you know players like that. Maybe even kind of like an Iniesta. Mm, I see him just as like the guy who's gonna mm-hmm. send in long balls, bro. Like, but really good ones. Pirlo, okay. mm-hmm. Pirlo to me is the the perfect comp to him, because if you remember Pirlo playing uh-huh. like at an older, more advanced age, he didn't always move around too much. He didn't run very often. He always stayed in that very center part of yeah, the pitch. Yeah, but he knew... He, he knew how to get you the ball from oh, where yeah. he was. So, it didn't matter. And I think Busio has a little of that Pirlo, and... I agree. I, I'm glad he's back, yeah. or made an appearance. Yeah, but he uh, he and, uh, and Musa, you know, just great to see them in there. Uh, especially, like I said, Musa, I think it's Shows good. options. Yeah, it shows that we have options. Musa, I think the thing about Musa is that I really like is his versatility uh, you know he came in originally as a, as a winger midfielder but it, he's been center mid more and, and it looks like he'll he'll bring that athleticism and that that uh that sort of work rate that you need mm-hmm. on the wing uh into the midfield and that's exciting because we need that you know so having him I think he's a good compliment to someone like Busio like even if you could somehow like get them in the lineup together mm-hmm. uh I don't know if that'll work because it, it seems like I, I like Musa Adams uh, McKennie I think that that might be my starting three in the midfield there it's this is a conversation for another day though because there, it just depends how you want to line up the team uh, <laughs> yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say bro there's a guy named Giovanni Reyna who will be back for the I know. next qualifiers God willing but uh-huh, but then that just saying that how do you line up the team but that isn't 
That isn't what we can talk about now. Yeah, but it's it's what, hard. <laughs> what we can say is McKinney, Adams, Musa is currently currently that's that's the that's, best trio. Yeah, I like that so far. So far, at least from this pool, this window, I liked it. I thought it worked really well. There was energy there when we needed it, uh, and the players did well. Um, but now we uh, we move on to defenders and mm-hmm. like Jorge said it, the men of the match, Serginho Des with an absolute. What'd you call it, Jorge? A, a banger? A, a cracker? banger, dude. A cracker. Kaylor Navas or any goalkeeper in the world could not have blocked that goal. That's how good of a goal it yeah. really was. Well, I don't think it was Kaylor in goal. Was it? It was no, Kaylor. Kaylor. The Navas. first one was. Kaylor Navas came. Oh, it was, right? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. It, but, right. Oh, my goodness. Woof. Great goal, great performance by Serginho Dest. And going back to it, this might be something that Burhalter is doing or the players are actively doing with Tyler Adams defending mm-hmm. for Serginho Dest when he goes forward. Well, you need it, yeah, because, I mean... Did you notice that Serginho Dest was almost in the midfield at times? Yeah, he was tucking in a little bit. Yeah. I did see that. Uh, he... We've talked about it before, man. Serginho Dest... Is like we want him to like, like 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 a few months ago before we started seeing the emergence of uh you know the forwards that we have and everything we was still in question who would be being forwards and uh, who would be the like starting forwards and everything, uh, and we had this all these right backs were just like pushed us up. We don't need him as a right back because mm-hmm. he can be a liability defensively. And we're like make him a winger, make him a winger. Which he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll and get that, to that. And and yeah, so. We, we were always saying that, but now that we have the cover that we have in the midfield with Adams, because Adams was hurt for a while too, so we didn't get to, we had no cover in the midfield, because mm-hmm. the midfield was like Kelly Acosta or these other players, not to knock on them or anything, but they just, no one else was providing the cover that Adams provides. I don't think we have another player like that on the national team, really. Mm-hmm. At least not yet, that could always change. But... Yeah, Dust was really, really going up and, and kind of pressing forward. It kind of almost begs the question of, well, with all these, you know, center backs, we, we could really, we do, not that I'm suggesting it, but, you know, on paper, we do have the the player pool to go five at the back with three center backs. I think and even three at the back and just make them mid, outside mids that out, drop. And yeah, something like that. You know? Like a three, like a three, four, two, I don't know. I don't yeah, know something like that. Or something like that. Three I, at the back. I agree. I mean, these are conversations that, that we should definitely, you know, have. We should, we should do this as a topic because there's, there's a huge pool there. There's a lot of, if you, if you know soccer, you can, or, uh, you can definitely shape that player pool the way you want and whatever formation you like and prefer I'm sure you can make it work like I, I do think that there's there's depth in it uh, but yeah Dest really really good def- going forward uh, we've mentioned it this win- this whole window I've seen a lot more from him in terms well he didn't play in Panama uh, but the you know the game against Jamaica his crossing is better it's just and I saw I think I, I feel Barcelona like, is improving I feel like from the start because the first window was literally like what a week or two into the season mm-hmm. yeah you know so there and there was time off and this and that and they weren't in form or you know not in rhythm yet but from that from that window to now I, I really feel I like I saw an improvement to Dust. Uh, and we've seen that at Barcelona, they've played them on both right, uh, right back, left back, and actually, 
when he played as a left back, that's when he made his... Uh, He's yeah. getting that five-star week for Jorge. Yeah, man. He got that team of the week, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he should. should. Yeah. And, well, I mean, this, he scored with his, his weak foot, supposedly. Right. And it didn't fucking look like a weak foot to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that He's hitting it better than most people can with their strong foot. So, just going forward, Des provides something that... And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you this. I remember, and you used to say it, too, that sometimes it was awkward the way that Des dribbled and it kind of looked like he just dribbled just to dribble he didn't have to necessarily do anything Mm -hmm. it was kind of like okay you didn't move you know you didn't you accomplished nothing sometimes I saw Uh, but dude he's simplified his his, game it's kind of yes yes he simplified his game but I feel like it's even makes it even better because now he's not doing shit out of loco he's doing it when he needs to and it's efficient mm-hmm. and so it, it, it's even better because he's doing these step overs and he's winning free kicks as a result mm-hmm. I don't know if that was this game or I think it was like, any game that was that in Jamaica is... yeah it was in Jamaica he came yeah. off hurt remember but that's what he was doing he did some step overs he, he pulled the defender and he pulled the mark and he, he, got, he drew a foul uh, I think Dest is our secret weapon mm-hmm. uh, on our national team. We yeah. have a lot of talented players, but to have somebody that it's just uh, kind of uh, that attacking from the back or an outside position, it just fucks everyone up. They don't know how to defend yeah, that. It's we've seen it. We've seen it with Chelsea and uh, with Alonso, and in the past when they had Victor Danny Moses. Alves, Danny Alves, who too. we want him to be like. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and everyone models like Dest after Danny Alves, the same because they're mm-hmm. literally the same type of player, like almost, like to the T, almost. You know. Yeah. So I, I think yeah that I mean well, Danny Alves was decent defending. I don't know if we can. Well, he's got a long career, so uh, he can grow and so learn. He can grow and he's into at Barca, it. but yeah, I mean. Dest, I, I thought, I don't want, I can't blame it, the goal on him. I mean, he, he could have done more, I guess yeah. you could say, should have, could have, would have, he could have stopped the cross coming in, uh, you know, but. But I heard this, uh, I, I just think that Dest, the way he got scored on, mm-hmm. he's not there to defend necessarily. Yeah. Like, let's be real, like, he's there to do exactly what he's done the entire exactly. game. Exactly. We know. We know that he's going to push it forward. That's what you get from Des. Des is that type of defender. You know, Des is that type of player. Uh, you're not going to get a lot from him defensively. And it's not that he's bad. It's just the way he is. Or it's just, you know, the way things are. Uh, so you have to know that going in that you got to look out for that spot. That look at your, you know, look at the right bo- the right back position. And Adams knows that, that he's, he's the cover for that. He understands his role as well. And uh, <clears throat> another player, moving on to the other defenders on our squad. Mm-hmm. Let's do the other left back, okay. Anthony Robinson. I actually think he did not have a great game. Really? I actually wow. don't think so. I thought he I thought he did okay. I and didn't think he had a bad game. Something I observed from his game and now past games, he when he crosses the ball, he does not put it in the air. Mm. He leaves it too much on the ground or in the mid, like the mid level, uh-huh. like the mid chest. And I mean, I understand having that kind of mentality crossing the ball if uh-huh. you don't have a tall number nine, right? Uh-huh. But you now have Pepe, who is like six foot two, a natural number nine, can uh-huh. find it in the box. Like Robinson, you need 
to cross it in the air for him to go get it. Because he can beat the center backs. I don't think he had a great game. I don't necessarily think he had a bad game. Uh-huh. But I think he could have done a lot better. I and guess. somebody playing or used who used to play on the Premier League and is just in a championship now, but still top league. Oh, the championship is still like, yeah. He should be better than that. Yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I thought he did okay. I thought he had a decent game. Um, I have noticed that about his crosses though before. They're not Mm -hmm. always the best. Maybe in those situations, he's just trying to, you know, hit it in low because, you know, chances are you catch a body, you hit something and and it just ricochets into into the goal. Yeah, but that was when we had Josh Sargent yeah, or, that's true. or Cause, Zardis because they're more like of that. those like type going they'll, they'll attack not that Pepe doesn't attack the ball but Zardis or not Zardis necessarily well yeah no with Zardis he's, I wouldn't say Zardis is great uh, with his heading capabilities but he's got those low balls are more mm-hmm. for those poachers exactly know, those, like, and Pepe can go find the ball in the air because what? he has the athleticism he has the height he has the natural instinct and I just think Robinson needs to change that and Hopefully, going forward, he does. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that that could be... Uh, That's how uh, I he saw. Improve his game with that. But I do like him as our starter, for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. And now we move to the center backs. I want to talk about Chris Richards a little more, so this, I want to get to Robinson, uh, Miles Robinson. I thought he had a good game. I think mm-hmm. he made a really big error on that Brian Ruiz. He just got lucky that Brian Ruiz is a thousand years old. And Dude, can't what run. the fuck? I was like, oh, that's a goal. Yeah. And then Brian Ruiz just stopped. I was like, what the hell just happened? And yeah. it wasn't that necessarily Brian Ruiz just stopped. It was just Miles Robinson just. He pickpocketed him like nothing happened. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but I mean, Miles Robinson, I mean, I know Brian Ruiz is old, but, Brian, but Miles Robinson, had that been anyone else? I think I don't know if he would have taken the ball off so cleanly, but mm-hmm. I think he might have been able to get back. He's he seems like a pretty athletic guy. Miles Robinson, I I would say he is super athletic, mm-hmm. and I like him. I like him a oh, lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. So I like him a lot. And we Whoa. now what is going on here? We now have our special visitor that we promised what would is join. Going on Press here. the mic. And that special visitor is, 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 is Ahmad You already know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Surprise guest with uh, someone who's uh, on the show normally. Here we go, guys. Let's talk some soccer, man. Day's done. Let's talk some soccer, man. Let's talk soccer, bro. So, as I was recapping, we are recapping the United States national team uh, starting 11 for this last game. We are on now the last center back, Chris Richards. Jorge. Okay, that's a good start to... I mean, that's a good start. We'll get to you. One sec. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Chris Richards. Chris Richards, dude. It's all good. I like them. I like them. He should get more chances. I I don't think he's... He didn't blow me away. But, I mean, he's, what, 20? 19? Yeah, 20 years old, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of, and he's, and he's been uh, he's been on loan before with Hoffenheim, and it seems like now, uh, I, I don't remember how it was last season, if he started all, all that much or most of the games, but I know now he's a starter, and he's playing, and he's fine-tuning, and he's growing, he's maturing. And for what we see at his age, dude, I see a very mature player. With Hoffenheim, he was starting most of the time. Was he? Was he? Yeah. yeah, okay. He was I wasn't sure who was it. I think he's playing. I mean, that's the whole reason now why he, he went on loan. Yeah. Or else he would have stayed with Bayern. Yeah, so, I'm, so I know this. I know for, I know for sure this season he was, uh, is every game. 
Uh, I wasn't sure before, but yeah, he, I mean, like you said, that's the whole reason for him to go on loan to get minutes. But he, and he's doing it. And, and Hoffenheim isn't the worst team in the world. They're playing uh, in a good league, a good developmental league. I think that he'll learn a lot. So, uh, from what we saw from him, I I I was happy. I was happy. With I was, him. Yeah, like you said, wasn't blown away, but I was like, yes, dude, like. Finally, we get good, to see a, 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 another solid center back, and he's good to have there for for cover, for depth, and eventually, I think he'll be the starter. I think a potential starter. Um, potentially, he could play with Brooks. You know the German connection there, so uh-huh. we'll see. But I liked it. Uh, he's young, but I'm just glad he got his opportunity finally with the U.S. national team. And now and we, defenders and defenders, I feel like it's more. Uh, you're under more pressure. Than like a striker at that age, mm-hmm. you know, True. because when you're when you're 18, 19, 20 years old as, as a defender, yeah. and you're playing against guys like Lewandowski in the Bundesliga, you do need some time to cope with that. Where like as if you're a striker, I mean, no one's really expecting you to have a great performance. But if you're a defender, you have to perform, or else you're gonna your team's gonna or get else scored you on. Lose chances exactly. for your team. Yeah, that's true. I I, I agree with that. And now we move on to the goalkeeper, where Zach Steffen replaced Matt Turner. And I did not approve, but Zach Steffen put in a solid performance. Although, I do think he could have done better to protect that that, that goal. Uh, but it was also uh, the, the defender's fault. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. But the, the goal kind of hard. And, yeah. and a bit to blame on Sergio Dust with that goal. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Zach Steffen starting, got his chance. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a competition now. I well, still yeah. think it's a competition. You guys are right. I like Matt Turner. I I, I agree with you that Matt Turner yeah. right now is the number one. I think he should be the number one and is a starter. However, if we see Zach Steffen in there, I'm not gonna complain. Because I, I think he's a good enough player. I think he deserves more of a chance. Uh, like, I've, like I've mentioned before, you know, we saw him in the Nations League. But, I mean, the, not really because it was like one game. Uh, and then I don't think he played the second game. And then he played the final. And then he came off in the final for, for Ethan Horvath. Uh, and, and then he, he obviously didn't go to the Gold Cup. And then he's been injured. So we haven't really got a chance to see Matt Turner, and we had a whole summer to see Matt Turner mm-hmm. uh, and the other qualifying window. And to Matt Turner's defense, he has put on a show and and shown that he deserves it, that he does deserve it. It seems to me like uh, from everything... Uh, now, personally, I don't have an opinion on if Stefan is better or if Turner is better. I would have to see a lot more of them both to kind of really make an opinion on who's better. But it seems like from every... USMNT fan I'm talking to, it seems like the majority are leaning more towards Matt Turner. Even I though, know, I, I mean, saw. even like for <laughs> me, for me, the main thing would be is like Zach Steffen's not starting for Man City, even though it is a great team. But I would still like to see Zach Steffen start anywhere else. I, yeah. I need to see him consistently play in Europe. What's the point of playing in Europe if you're not playing? Exactly. And I think a goalkeeper is much different than, uh, say, a forward. I think MLS or any other kind of league, is, as long as you're playing consistently at goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you're getting shots thrown at you. I'd like to see so, him step out yes. of his uh, comfort zone. I would too. I think this. I think it'd be. It's going to be coming. He needs to be put January. under, you know, the spotlight. Like you know, you're the goalkeeper. You're the starting goalkeeper of this team. It could be any team. It could be in Serie A. It could be in France. It could be in. It could be 
any other team, really. Mm-hmm. You're just the starter for that team. You get to play Champions League minutes. You get to play Premier League minutes, which is not happening right now. We're not seeing that out of him. So, yes, he is playing with Man City. Mm-hmm. But to me, he's not getting the benefit of playing with Man City because he's not playing. He's not starting. And, you know, he's playing in, in the, in the English Cup. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's and that's what makes it difficult in this goalkeeper competition. Yeah. But so and this is and this is where you know that we're not against MLS players. You know, of course because we're not. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> when they're better, like we're we're all of for course. it. Like let's yeah. make it happen. Miles but when Robinson, they're not, we yeah. all agree he should. Right now, he's a starter. One hundred percent. Pepe. Well, Pepe. Exactly. Starter. Like those three guys already starters for me. Mm-hmm. That that would come from the MLS. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's. That's something that uh, well, is I, a debate, but I think Turner's making a, a very good case. I think so too. I think yeah, I, I I think so too. Like I said, he's. I think Turner right now is the number one just because of how the form he's coming in and he's been playing with the team. But Zach Steffen getting the the nod, it it doesn't surprise me, nor does it kind of like upset me or anything. I just kind of like I'm like okay, cool. Like it's I like it too because I like Zach Steffen and I personally. I really haven't seen much from Zach Steffen either, but I know that he's obviously good, so I want to see him play. I want to see him play. We will find out who starts in the next qualifiers starting on November 12th in Mexico. And I also think that it's not just about who's better, but I do think, you know, just like Berhalter sending all these messages with the MLS, I do believe that he should send a message that if you do want to play for the USMNT, you got to start for your team. Yeah, it's got to start there. Yes, you're playing for Man City, yeah. but you're not starting. I just, I just don't understand like what the point of it is, you know? Like the USMNT fans ch- uh, chanting uh, Donnarumma Don at Kaylor Navas. Navas. Yeah, you know Kaylor Navas. Like, I would move too. Like, what are you doing in PSG? So it's like if you're not gonna get the playing time, consider moving. Like, move as soon as possible. And once again, poor Kaylor Navas deserves more respect. And yeah, dude, just constantly shit on for no reason. Oh, uh, who's your starting game. goalkeeper for the USMNT? Oh, you know, the bench guy for Man City. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, Ahmad Tabaza, since today you are our special guest on <laughs> the High on Soccer podcast, this next segment is on you, brother. We have covered a Jorge and I, the squad, the entire team, what we thought of the... Oh, yeah, it's been that long? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I want to hear what you thought about this game because you make some harsh takes sometimes on these guys sometimes. Not harsh, but you know what I mean. Hard takes. Okay. Well, so what do you got, bro, about this Costa Rican? What did you think about this victory for Burhalter? Is Burhalter? Fixing all the problems. It's amazing how Berhalter finds a way to fix all the problems whenever his job is on the line. And he's about, it looks like he's about to get fired. So he always finds a way to get things back together and plays with the starting lineup that we all always agree on every time his job is on the line. I was talking so, to Jorge and I was saying like he corrected the lineup he sh- should have started in Panama. Corrected is not even the right word. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the diction. I'm gonna try to find like what that word is, but I don't think it's corrected. <laughs> I think I don't know what it is, man. But look, so again, starting lineup was good to start off, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, something might happen with this game. We might, you know, mm-hmm. we're probably gonna win this game. So early goal from them that kind of like shocked shocked us. Like we were like, what the hell? How? 
So again, Sergino Dest, I thought he could have done better with the covering that cross. And well, he was the man of the match. He was because he, he what he did outside of that, you know, that play earned him the man of the match for sure. I think Sergino Dest 100% is the man of the match with that banger and with that assist and with his whole performance. And I think he has been consistent for the USMNT and kind of for Barcelona as well. And he's yes. playing and he's playing under two coaches. So many are like arguing right now, like, is he playing under Coleman better or like is Berhalter using him better? I think he's, you know, two different players in La Liga and CONCACAF. So right here he's playing against... Well, what Jorge and I were saying is that like... Dest has almost simplified his game. He doesn't do as many stepovers like when he doesn't need to do it. He he became more efficient. Yeah, he yeah. became more. That's exactly the word. Yeah, he because because you can't be that risky when when you're a right back. You cannot like. I, I do want to get to this guy a little bit later, but Alfonso Davis, you do have to make your game a lot more efficient to like mm-hmm. because game right now it's all about efficiency. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what tricks you know how to do. It doesn't matter like people will enjoy it, but if you're not getting the, the assists and you're not getting the, the goal, you're not doing your win. job. Well, especially properly. as an outside back, you just if if exactly like you said, if you're doing all this, you're going forward, you're getting the assists, or, or you're you're doing all these tricks and you're not getting assists, you're not getting goals, then it's just kind of like. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? You're a right back. Mm-hmm. Why are you even doing this shit? I think I think what it is first is like do your job right and then add the fanciness to it. Yeah. Just like you know Messi yeah. or like just like know, he has like, in you know like game. the opposite exactly. of Neymar, for example. Well, you're gonna really do his job. <laughs> <laughs> for, I mean, uh, well, offensively, yeah. Yeah, offensively, yeah, offensively, but, like, but it's Dylan, always defensively yeah. that we. But we like we've Dylan said about yeah, this. Yeah, he, Sergio Dest isn't on this specific national uh-huh. team to defend. To defend, we know that mm-hmm. he's not. He, he, to me, like I've told Jorge mm-hmm. earlier in this podcast, is the secret weapon that not many other national teams have because of I agree. He, where he brings the offense. I agree. He's like a Hakimi kind of player. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. like Hakimi, Alonso. I agree. Alonzo, I agree. All, all yeah, he's, he's not every right back out there would knows how to make those cuts mm-hmm. and knows how to shoot, like knows how to take decent shots. Like he, he probably has that's good not the first, shot efficiency. That's not the first time we've seen him score goals like that. Yeah. Not, I, I mean, I'm the last. Because like you score those with the left. You don't score those with the right, mm-hmm. but he knows how to cross with his right. So he knows how to cross with his right, and he knows how to shoot with his left. That's pretty dangerous. Oh hell yeah! That's oh, dangerous. From, you can you play know, him on any. That's why I've seen him play on. Because uh, usually I've, right backs lean way more to the right mm-hmm. foot than they do to the. I mean, mm-hmm. most of them can't even really shoot with the left. Oh, but Dest, I think is. Uh, I think he's good. He's proficient with both. Mm-hmm. He's been playing. He's played left back a couple times uh, with Barcelona, and I think once he got an assist, so. Yeah, but like just like to conclude, you know, just to conclude things off, you know, congratulations uh, to the United States, three points. Now we're 11 points uh, tied in second place and uh, we're halfway to Qatar right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's looking better, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So I feel confident now. Yeah, yeah. I feel I mean, like maybe we can. I, <laughs> I did want. I did want to see more of Matthew Hope, uh, Hoppy. I did. Yes. Yeah, uh, me and Dylan did think. You know, we were talking about it during the game that Robinson should have had better crosses during during the game, mm-hmm. and I yeah, did notice that as well. Uh, again, great to see Chris Richards, uh, Turner also is making a really good case. Three MLS players are looking really good for USMNT, and uh, the one thing the one thing with this is that I did watch, not the game, but I did watch the extended highlights of Canada versus Panama. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that Canada second goal, but I didn't. Alfonso Davis, man, oh, like yeah. that guy was 
dead play, bro. The ball is dead. He ran to it from his 18, stole it at, at the middle of the field, ran with it, and scored. Complete, complete dead ball. But the way that... Here's, here's what caught my attention. Not that we lost mm-hmm. to Panama, okay, and Canada won 4-1. It's not that. What caught my attention is that I don't think Canada has way more talent than us. I don't think that Canada has... Okay, they have David, they have Davis, they have... Like, they don't really have a lot more talent than we do. I wouldn't say they have that No, they talent. definitely then, don't. Know, they they do definitely don't. How are they playing so much better than us? Why are they playing so much better than us? They're playing way better than us. They're looking more like a team. Alfonso Davis is not even in his position, but they're using him in a way where he's like a weapon. He's been, I mean, look what he did to us. Why is Canada looking so good when they have so much less talent than us? I would give the credit. And and, and you can't coach. say that they're young. Exactly. You can't say that we're younger. I would because give the they're credit, just as young as us. To me, uh, I would give the credit to the, the the Canadian coach. I've seen him in a couple interviews, like the one in the Azteca, like that he tied uh, like uh, Mexico there. Yeah. And then a couple other interviews for him. He seems like a very, like, you know, the result is the result. Yeah, we got a tie in the Azteca. That's, you know, a great result. But to us, it wasn't enough. Like, yeah, we saved the point, but they got I like sco- his attitude. They got scored on first. Yeah. I know. They, he they took very, the goal first. I, I would say he's a very good coach because you're absolutely right. Canada only has a couple of good players with Davies being the superstar and then a bunch of other guys mm-hmm. and cohesively puts yep. it together and that can only be attributed to coaching because if these guys aren't as talented as our players they need to somehow make up for it in uh, an efficient cohesive way you know what i see a lot too when i because i've seen a few Canada games, not like in their entirety but you know what i have uh noticed about about canada too the lineup almost is always all the same that's yeah. bro. That's so important. Honestly. So there's chemistry there. We know that we know how Canada. Not that I know how Canada plays, but you know there's cohesion. Very important. You're absolutely right. Consistency. Well, Ahmad said it. Jorge said it. We've been saying it, and we're gonna have this conversation soon of that what needs to be started at all times for the U.S. team. We can talk forward. about Canada, too. Canada's kind of cool. Yeah. We're going to talk about Panama, too. We will talk about all the CONCACAF uh, qualifying teams coming up. Including Haiti. <laughs> and with that, we're going <laughs> to sign league. off <laughs> after a great win, recovering, you know, after a really terrible loss in Panama. We come out with six points. Like Amon said, we're second in the group. We got Mexico up next on November 12th. Oof. So we got some work to do. We got some work to do. And with that, we sign off and we see you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.